Hey you, you are tuning in to the Seeker's Method for Weight Loss on the go. This is the weight loss program where you are learning to stop conforming to the patterns of this world as you let God renew your mind and transform your life, even in weight loss. Because I know where you were this last week. I know last week was hard. Phase one, as you step into it, it is hard. Thank you so much, Bobby. It is very hard. And so I really want to, good morning, Deanne. I really want to, thank you, Denise. I really want to just talk to you about last week and where we're going. So that way you can really be prepared. So morning, Becky. Um, So my question for you, I would love for you to make a comment. Good morning, Victoria and Lisa. Hello, ladies. Oh, it's so nice to see all your names popping up. I know for some of you, it is very early. So thank you so much. Good morning, Melissa. I think happy Thanksgiving. I think today's your Thanksgiving or maybe it's tomorrow. But anyhow, happy Thanksgiving. Okay, so here we go. Phase one, week one. We're just wrapping that up. How did you do? Put in the comments, good morning, Penny. Put in the comments how you did last week. And most importantly, I really wanna know, what did you learn? Because hopefully last week, even if it was hard, and I'm not looking for, you know, your desire to be perfect or anything here, you know on this journey that when you fall, you get back up, you seek God, you ask him for strength, you grow from each experience. There is no more failure. There is no more starting over on Monday. This is what am I learning? What is God? How is God strengthening me on my journey, even in weight loss? So let me know how you did on on phase one, week one. Let me know how you're doing, how we can support you, all the things. So as we start rounding the corner into phase two, I really want to see how you're doing with your goals. Um, oh, I was going to show you something, but I don't have it. Um, I want to see how you're, how you're doing with your goals. Are you still writing your goal weight, your goal date? And I want to park the car, pull over and park the car for a quick second and ask you, have you modified? And so this is what I mean. You know, the, the three circles and the goal weight, goal date and all the things. Um, have you modified it to fit you? Because I know a lot of ladies do. And um, Bobby, that's amazing. I know a lot of ladies modify it. And I'd love to hear how you're modifying it. For the women in the thinner circle, quick side note, there is a a podcast up on the um, the way that I've recently modified um, the daily goal weight goal date. I encourage you go take a look at that. Um, have a listen. Anyhow, why should you keep doing this daily? I encourage you to keep doing your goal weight or goal date daily because it really brings awareness to you. It brings awareness to your mind. You're learning right now. You're just in a season of learning and you're learning to lead in the spirit while you are still living in your flesh because that's the gap that we have to bridge right now, right? We have to bridge that gap and this helps to bring it together. It helps you to see that, you know, while I'm not doing all this for a number on the scale and I'm seeking God, you still need to acknowledge the fact that what you do today matters because it affects where you're going and drawing out the circles in the box and doing that every morning or, you know, whenever you do your journaling time, helps you to kind of just bring that all together as you're learning to be led in your spirit. So last week, if you are somebody who purchased at the um, academy level, 
you should have watched the spiritual thought model. For a lot of women, this particular workshop is a game changer. If you're somebody at the community level and you you know, don't have this, have access to the spiritual thought model, let me know. You can either get that workshop or you can upgrade to Academy. I know a lot of women, when we get to this point, they're like, okay, this program is real. And this is the point where they're like, I need Academy because spiritual thought model alone is worth it. So last week you should have also, um, you should have started your, your seeker daily habits. And this is where I encourage women to really step into a routine of every morning praying and planning and prepping and doing that on a weekly basis. So by now you should have these seeker habits in place, especially as you learned things on the on-ramp and especially as you stepped into phase one. By now you should also be leaning into eating better and adjusting your life and prepping, um, adjust, sorry, I just saw Becky and Melissa's comments and I totally want to. Um, oh, Becky and Melissa, that's amazing. Um, I love that you guys have, you've learned so much over this last week. And then Melissa, that's fantastic. And Becky, you had a rough week. You need to lean on them and use your sicker tools. Family in town for a whole nother week. Girl, I know that struggle. Um, that's okay. You know the tools, right? You're you're a seasoned seeker, so you know what to do to get yourself to where you go. Okay, where you need to go. So last week, you should have been leaning more into eating better and adjusting life according to the new obstacles that you are starting to completely uncover and learn about yourself so that next week, you can plan your week and your week better. So I want you to really see this first week in phase one as you know what? It's kind of like your training ground. You just stepped into the wilderness. Like you're just learning how difficult it is out here. Take notes. Be a student of yourself. Observe where you have these weaknesses. And don't just attempt to struggle through the weaknesses on your own. You are on this journey and God has told us that he is with us. So seek him in all the things. If you are struggling, I encourage you to take notes from what didn't work this past week and even what did work last week and dig into those as your obstacles and really get curious about everything. What are you focusing on daily? What are you focusing on? And are you focusing instead on what you can't have? Because that's going to make it hard. Or are you really focusing on just being obedient for that day? Because that's my encouragement for you. Just focus on today. It's like staying in your own lane. Stay on the narrow path just for today. Um, talk to God every single day and assess the struggle because it could be more of what, what you need to do and how you're stopping the conforming to the patterns of this world. And it might take you sitting down on the path and saying, you know what, I need to stay in this space because there's something really going on. And that's where the spiritual thought model really comes in and helps you to unplug from the world. Okay, so get curious about yourself. Are you walking with God or are you walking in the flesh and trying to just use your willpower? Because that's where you will be on the struggle bus with your thoughts and your feelings. And you'll start to really feel FOMO and have emotional thoughts emotions rather about food okay foods are not meant to be emotional the world has taught you to conform to that and we're trying to help you step away from it so ask yourself where do i need more god 
and less of me so that you can start to truly be led in the spirit and not led by your flesh. Okay, so you already know we're going to learn from week from this week, first week. We're going to tweak the upcoming week. Now, I need you to know if it's your cycle this coming week, this coming week is going to look completely different and you need to anticipate your hormones and you do that by planning your weakness accordingly. Now, you're going to see here around 7.30 this morning, um, Eastern time, I'm going to upload a photo of my favorite PMS snacks. I encourage you to just arm yourself with the snacks. You've met yourself. You know whether you crave, you know, crunchy or salty or sugary, whatever it is, arm yourself. If this coming week is your PMS week, and if you don't know what your PMS week is, this whole program is really help, going to help you to get in tune with your body. For me, I always thought my PMS week was the week I had my period. And I slowly learned, no. It was like two weeks before my period was when my cravings were, and it changed as I aged. So while you're on the Seekers Method, while you're in the Seekers Method and you're on this narrow path, I want you to just really dive in and pay attention to your body and know when your cravings spike. But be prepared. Go to the store and shop as if your cravings were already happening and find the compliant snacks. I will be sharing my compliant snacks. I would encourage you, if you have a compliant snack, when you see that photo come up, type in there what your compliant go-to snack is. Let's lift each other up, help each other to understand what works for each of us and share you know, what it is that's been working for us on this journey. So when you plan this forthcoming week, if it's your PMS week, plan into your weakness, okay? If it's, you know, get all the snacks, do the things I just talked about. But if it's not, I want you, when you plan through this forthcoming week, to not only learn from last week and to adjust things accordingly, but I want you to think about the logistics of each day. Even and especially if you are somebody who's in a season of change. A lot of us are in a season of change. So think about your new normal. What is it that you need to tweak and modify and think about the logistics of each day? What, what you need to have on hand? Maybe if you've suddenly taken on schooling your children at home, you know, do you need to have more meal prepping despite being a stay-at-home mom? Me. <laughs> um, because it starts to become a proud obstacle. Oh, I can handle this. I've been, you know, staying at home for some time now. I can totally wing it. If I've got the food, I'm beyond the point of not eating it anymore. I'm to the point where I'll prep a salad if I haven't meal prepped. No, I'm in a season of overwhelm. So don't, don't rely on your proud obstacles, your obstacles of, you know, it's a badge of honor. No, I encourage you, think through every single day and logistically what am I going to be up against every day? And therefore, as a result, what do I need to arm myself with more proactively? Um, so I just want you to know that what you put into this now with your prepping and planning and all of this thing, what you put into this now, you will be blessed by later. And then all you have to do every single day is just wake up and only focus on obedience for that day with God. Like, that's all you have to do. So don't expect phase one to be easy at all, okay? Isn't it funny how the shadow totally makes me look like I have the biggest unibrow? <laughs> Sorry, I, okay. Um, do not expect phase one to be easy at all because 
like I said to you last week when I talked to you about the Israelites, we are in the wilderness, okay? This is a season of difficulty. It's hard, of, of new beginnings, of learning new things. Expect thoughts and feelings and cravings. Expect this to be hard. Hard is just a season. You're just in a season. So many women enter the wilderness when they're dieting or when they're not doing this in a community of supportive, like-minded Christian women. When they get to the hard season, they quit. I mean, how much is this your truth? This was my truth for so long. As soon as it became hard, that was my reason. I'm out. So I encourage you to just accept the fact that this is going to be that season of difficulty. It's like we're just on the narrow path going uphill. That's all it is. It's just an uphill climb. And you know that as soon as you get to the top of the hill, you come down and it's easier. Because we will have stopped conforming to the patterns of this world. And then we're going to be on phase two where it's all about transforming all the things in your life. Um, I, the unibrow totally has me. Like, it's so funny. I don't know if I can change. Okay, it's <laughs> it's cracking me up. I should not be this entertained by it, but it's just funny to me. Um, so just know that we are only in a short season of difficulty, okay? It's just as short, really, as spring is. So I don't know where you live and how long spring is, but here in the state of Ohio, I can tell you it lasts a minute. So as you enter this wilderness season with all of these new surroundings around you, don't see the difficulty. Just don't see the difficulty. It's so easy to be focused on the difficulty because it's right there, right? You can feel it. So don't, <laughs> don't see the difficulty. See yourself in a season of correction. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, I'm about to give you something powerful. This might speak to one of you. I don't know who it is, but if you're taking notes, this is something you might want to take notes on. So see yourself in a season of correction. We are correcting your conditioned thinking. Once we correct your conditioning, you can start to step into your capacity. How will you ever, how will you ever know your true capacity if you insist on your com constant comfort. So that is for somebody. That is power right there. How will you ever know your true capacity in this life, on this journey as a seeker, if you insist on your constant comfort? Because for so many of us, once it gets uncomfortable, mm -mm, we want the easy button. We want to go back to what was easier. We want to go back to Egypt. I'm encouraging you to step into this path, onto this path, into this, all of it, because the reality is, is God is, God wants you to see what your true capacity is when you give him a chance. You guys, that unibrow is funny. Okay, so I know that this, this little season of conditioning correction is hard. I've been there. I'm still in seasons on whole different levels where it is a constant state, where God is just correcting my conditioning, my conformity to the patterns of this world. But the reality is this, you are in, I want you to see yourself this way. You are in a metaphorical rehab, okay? You and I, we're breaking the bonds. We have little physiological addictions to certain foods and to certain beverages and to certain things and to comfort and all of these things. So I want you to see yourself as being in a metaphorical rehab. 
And you're doing it while living in the midst of the difficulty, of the temptation. I mean, most people who actually have real rehab or real addictions and they actually need to go to rehab, they're removed in that rehab setting from all of the temptations of their lives. But you and I right now, and that's how they defeat it, by being removed from the temptation. But Jesus is our example. We are, God is strengthening us right now in the midst of our temptation. Do you realize how much stronger you are being made? Not only how much stronger, but you are being equipped on a whole nother level because God is strengthening you while the enemy is living with you. I mean, that's powerful and that's for somebody. A lot of us, this would be so easy if we could go to rehab and we could just have a chef and we could have all the difficulties of life removed. But God is saying, "Uh uh-uh, girl, let me show you how powerful I am. Ooh, my Holy Spirit leg just got chills. Let me show you exactly how powerful I am in your life, even in weight loss, when you face me and you do the hard things despite them being all around you. Because God wants you to be strengthened because the reality is when you get to your promised land, you have got to be strong. There is no perfect world scenario. You cannot just drop your kids, drop your house, and go to rehab. God's like, "Mm mm-mm. I need you to be strong despite it. So I encourage you to see yourself as being in rehab. You've got to do these hard things because God is helping you to stop conforming to the patterns of this world while you're living in the patterns of this world. So you have everything right now. I want to I want to remind you as as the child of God, you have everything you need right now at your fingertips or just a prayer away to do everything you need to do to be compliant and to be obedient. But you have a role in this. You have a role in this. And this message is for somebody. Your role is this. It's to decide. Okay? You need to make a decision. Are you going to stand up and be made stronger as you climb up this hill on the narrow path? Or are you going to sit down and pout and whine because it's more comfortable and start walking backwards on the path toward Egypt? You need to decide to act and to choose. And this might be for somebody. The hard that you face now is the seed to your blessing later. You need to realize that right now you are planting seeds. This is where the work happens. This is where you are being made stronger. And you're not doing it in your willpower. You are doing it with your God power. Seek him when it's hard. Choose to do the hard things. Face every single thing and learn from it. And trust that you are not alone. I mean, sure, you have us here in the Seekers Method. But most importantly, you are doing this with God. You are surrendering, laying at his feet all of the things that kept you stuck before. And you're saying, God, I love all these things, but I'm surrendering who I used to be to pick up who you say I am, to truly step into my capacity by taking your hand. Take his hand. I'm here as somebody who is a few steps ahead of you saying to you, just trust him. Take his hand. You're not alone. He's there with you. Trust that there will be blessings for your obedience. I'm telling you, Obedience is God's love language. 
It is so, it's all through the Bible. You can't get through the Bible without seeing the theme of obedience and how there are blessings for our obedience. So while you are in the wilderness, while you're going through this metaphorical rehab, this re reconditioning of your thought patterns, you need to pay attention. If you are craving things along the way, get curious and then get creative. Find swaps. There are so many. Girl, you have Google at your fingertips. You have Pinterest. You have this group. We are here. We're going to help you to find the right swaps. And then pay attention to your whole body because this journey that you're on, it takes your whole body. You need to know how to run this entire thing from your spirit. So pay attention to your whole body because sometimes when you are just tired, and we talked a lot about this this week in the group, when you're tired, you might feel a little bit of brain fog. You might feel just weak around food. You might even feel extra frustrated or you might have additional cravings that like you hadn't had since being in the seekers method. And here's the other thing I want to pull over and park for a quick second. Slip ups, when you have a slip up and you, you know, zone out and eat the whatever, they're going to cause you to, to kind of sit on the narrow path for a little bit longer and you're going to be in your symptoms a little bit longer. You're going to feel brain fog. You're going to feel frustration. You might have headaches. You might have um, more heightened cravings. I just need you to know that when you have a slip up, it is technically a setback only from the perspective that you are still on the narrow path, but you just had, you're sitting down for a couple days. And it's just the nature of the beast. A lot of us who have been on this journey will are here to tell you that when you have a slip up, the symptoms that you feel are not going to last forever. Just go through them. Just feel the pain of it. But just know that you're, you can still be on the narrow path, but you just have to push through it. But most importantly, learn from them. Okay? If anything, just like Lisa said right there, if anything happened in the form of a slip up over this past week, don't think that it's it's you saying and proving to yourself that you can't do this. No. We are, we're, you're no longer her. We are reconditioning that old dieter's mentality. I encourage you to just learn from those slip-ups, but to pay attention because even if you didn't have a slip-up, sometime other conditions along the way can cause us to feel like something's wrong. So if you are feeling extra tired or foggy or weak or frustrated or have all of these additional cravings, then it could be that you're not sleeping well. It could mean that you're a little backed up even on your sleep and that you can or that you should rather just take a nap. I mean, girl, there have been times where I have set my phone for 15 minutes and just laid down on my bed and taken a quick power nap and it was what I needed and it kept me from eating the wrong food. And sometimes it could be that we're not realizing that this is when we're truly experiencing PMS. Like I said earlier, I thought PMS was only during my week, and I soon found out that as this body ages, my PMS is a couple of weeks before my cycle, and that's why I recommend that a lot of us track our cycle. Get the Hormone Horoscope app if you've not gotten it, and really just pay attention to it because you have never been this age and at this stage of your life before. Your cycle is changing, so lean in, be informed, anticipate it, and um, adjust accordingly. So when you're PMSing, you can experience 
brain fog and weakness and frustration, weakness around food, and even just general fatigue. Um, you can even have increased cravings. So plan your PMS, if this is your PMS week, with more with more focus, with more intention. Make a batch of, you know, these yummy little fat balls and all the recipes we're making here in the group. Or even, yeah, Becky's absolutely right, by the way. Um, make a, When you're PMSing, a lot of you tenured seekers know this and you've actually experienced it for yourself. That is the week where I eat more sweet potatoes and baked potatoes than I do the rest of the time. Um, we'll, you'll learn more about this as you step into meal timing, but potatoes are the most amazing thing when it is your PMS week. Because like Becky said, ovulation can trigger craving. She's absolutely right. And I have found that for me, it's the ovulation point. It's It ebbs and flows as you age. So I encourage you pay attention. The other thing with PMSing is get more sleep. Girl, your body needs more rest. You sometimes even need more calories. So if you're struggling and it's your PMS week and it's bigger than just the snacks, then allow yourself to eat more food. There's nothing wrong with it. You can have, for me, I just have way more prepped veggies because I know I'm going to want to go to quick and easy. I have a lot more dishes that I can just eat like it's a bowl of cereal that I have on hand. Many more options when it's my PMS week. I encourage you, apply all of these things to your life. And I want to remember and stress and emphasize that if any of this is too hard, you're not doing it with God. So do it with God. Um, don't expect perfection. Girl, that is the bait of Satan. <laughs> I believe that sugar and perfection are the enemy's tools. Those are in his toolbox. Expect them. So don't expect perfection on this narrow path. The enemy wants you struggling with the whole thought of, I'm not perfect yet. It doesn't matter which area you might feel imperfection or some inadequacies in. He wants you stuck in your struggle. He wants you focused on the wrong things instead of focused on keep on going, keep on seeking, keep on seeking, stay on the narrow path. Step into your true capacity by doing things as best as you can with what you can, as you can. Progress beats perfection on this narrow path. Keep going even if it's just sloppily, that's okay. So let's switch gears and talk a little bit about next week, okay? So what is coming up next week? Girl, get a load of this, okay? In 10 days, 10 days from now, we are going to start learning about the transition into phase two. I didn't say we're transitioning into phase two, but in 10 days, you are going to learn about what you need to do to prepare yourself for phase two. Phase two is oh, phase two is what you need to correct your hormones and to actually make fat loss happen. So what you do right now, oh, it so totally matters because it prepares you for phase two. So really, as you enter into this second week, dig deep. I mean, go deeper. You're stepping toward your promised land every single step. So make each day, make each step count. Each successful day builds upon itself and it's you stepping closer and closer to your true capacity in, in, in life as you go toward your promised land, as you step toward, you know, just arriving at that goal weight. 
So our scripture today was Deuteronomy 30, 19, which says, Today I give you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on all of, all of heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make, to witness the choice. See, you have a choice. You have a choice on this. You need to make the decision. Anyhow, it goes on to say, Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Oh. And you know, Deuteronomy goes on to say, I think it actually was earlier, Deuteronomy 30, 15 goes on to say that we do this by walking in his ways, by being obedient. So obedience isn't something I just made up one day. It is, it is something that God told me that is the difference maker. Your strength depends on your obedience. And every day that you are obedient, you gain strength. That's just powerful. So as you step toward phase two, you are going to feel the enemy's attacks more, more intent, intently. You're going to feel it more strongly, all of the things, because he's going to keep attacking you with temptation. And he's going to tempt you with more than just food. He's going to tempt you to doubt yourself. He's going to tempt you that this program isn't going to work for you. He's going to tempt you with proud obstacles that manifest in overwhelm and not prioritizing God or even dieters thoughts or stress or discouragement. Discouragement will come in the form of, well, I haven't woken up skinny yet, so this is clearly not working. Uh-uh. That's what the enemy wants you thinking and feeling. He's going he's gonna to tempt you with defeat, especially if you slip up or especially if you're stepping on the scale. He's gonna. I only know this because the rat has done it to me on more occasions than I care to even reminisce about. So whatever it is, you name it. He's gonna be there tempting you the entire way. So be ready for his attempts on your life. Completely stay focused. Remember this, and we're, we're nearing the end here. Remember this, the on-ramp is where I help you to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to break that dieter's mentality a little bit. Phase When you're in phase one, that's where you begin to renew your mind. And that's where you are right now, okay? You're just in the point of renewing your mind. Right now, we're just still really focused on changing that dieter's mentality. We're still practicing our seeking as we stop conforming to the patterns of the world. Phase, um, so that... Renewing your mind is where we are right now in phase one. And then eventually, in 10 days, like I said, you're going to learn all about phase two. And phase two is where you begin to transform your body. Girl, right now, this phase that we're in, this part of the narrow path is preparing you to be stronger for phase two. And phase two prepares you for three. And phase three is where you learn to really be coached in the spirit and to walk in obedience with greater ease. Because just like Becky, Becky attested for us, she's a tenured seeker. She knows that she's been in a season of family and, and transition and major change in her life. And she knows that where she has stepped off of the narrow path a little bit just in her eating, she knows exactly how to get back on. And that's because she knows how to coach herself. She knows how to actually walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, and not just completely jump off the narrow path, off the ledge on the side. You're not there yet, okay? You're not there yet. I want you to just stay in your phase. 
You are only in phase one. So manage your expectations accordingly because a lot of us are very optimistic and hopeful and we're so desperate to be in the promised land already. And I'm saying to you, we're gonna get there, but it's a narrow path, it's a process, it's a journey. So for this week coming up, we have some workshops. There are two workshops this week. I really encourage you, if you can only do one of them, make time and take notes for the workshop that is called Changing Your Fuel Source. Girl, that is gonna be a light bulb workshop for some of you. It's where you truly start to step into the learning of how to walk in the spirit more as you, you know, in weight loss, even in weight loss. The second workshop that will be coming up this week is God's vision. I think it's called Get the Vision. It is not the way that the world teaches you to get the vision. You don't have to do all of the projects in the in the vision workshop, but I encourage you to hit play even while you're busily working around the house. So my parting words for you today are to get into God's word every single day to fill your tank and your heart with him first, every single morning if you can, but to fill your tank with him and to set your mind on your daily plan and to just be in the phase that you're in, on the day that you're in, or on the day that you're on, um, and keep your mind only on today's plan. Prep for your success every single day and seek his strength, especially when you are low on energy or even desire, don't walk in your flesh. It's so natural for us. Instead, practice walking in your faith. Watch your proud obstacles. We haven't talked about this, but your proud obstacles, it's, it's when your pride keeps you stuck. Proud obstacles can be a badge of honor that a lot of us wear. A lot of us will say things like, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it all. That's a proud obstacle. These are our proud reasons that we can't excuse it that we can't escape. They're the proud obstacles that keep us from succeeding. So pay attention to where you might have proud obstacles that are keeping you stuck, that might cause you to sit and to settle for a little while. I encourage you to step toward your true capacity and to leave behind the conditionings of your mind. You can do it. I only know because I've done it. All right, I love each and every single one of you praying for you. If you need help, let us know. Make sure to put in the comments today. Let me know how week one went for you, especially if you're one of our new girls. Ah, no, it doesn't matter if you're new or not. I want to know how week one went and what you might be tweaking for week two, because this is, like I said, it's a, it's a journey. It's an unfolding. It's where God is showing you your true capacity when you face him, when you trust him and not your flesh. All right, ladies, have an awesome day. Bye.